Welcome back, MTN Nets Podcast. We're back. We're back reacting to horrific Nets losses. This was just like last year's loss to the Cavaliers late in the season home game, the Isaac Okoro game-winning shot. This time it's Donovan Mitchell. No surprise. Little little push-off at the end, but I wouldn't have called it either. Fair game. Knocks down a three-pointer from the right wing. Cavaliers win 114-113. Um... There's a lot of things to say here. I mean, first off, I'm mad at myself for even caring. I came into this season telling myself, look, Mike, you, you've you been getting your hopes up the past three years with this team, with Kevin and Kyrie and then James and then Harden leaves and got my hopes up last year. Everyone, All, all the stars are gone. I'm telling myself I could just sit back like it's 2018, 2019 and enjoy Nets basketball. You know, no, no blood pressure being high or anything. Just sit back and enjoy Nets basketball. And then tonight happens. Tonight happens, and that went out the window very quickly as the Nets blow a game that, once again, they should have won. They had a lead late in the fourth quarter. It was a one, one eleven, one eleven to one o five lead with one twenty four to go. The Nets found a way to blow this game. And they got they were gifted two free throws on the Mikel Bridges play when he could not get away from Donovan Mitchell, who was just awesome the entire night. Really wish we had Donovan Mitchell. I hope he becomes available. But um just an awful way to lose a game. And it's not just the players. I mean, I'm sure the excuses could be made because, oh, it's opening night. Uh, I don't really care. And I'm not using any excuses. That's inexcusable. You cannot lose that game. Home floor. Opening night, this team played together for a half a season last year, training camp this year, preseason this year. There is no excuse to blow a game like that. So save the excuses. I don't want to hear them. You have to close out a game like that. Um, it's not like the Cavaliers or the freaking 2017 Warriors. No offense to them, but, you know, Jared Allen was out tonight. You have the lead late by six points. You have to close it out, just plain and simple. You know, Cam Thomas did miss some foul shots. Cam Thomas was awesome, by the way. He should not be the first guy I call out. I should call him out in a good way. I believe Cam Thomas had the most points ever in an NBA season opener for a player off the bench. I think he had 36 tonight. So, um, let's see. Did he have 36? Cam Thomas. Where are you, Cam Thomas? Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Where are you? Oh, there he is. 36. 36 and a plus 5. The part that annoyed me at the end was how they decided to make Royce O'Neal, small forward slash power forward, Royce O'Neal, the point guard in the final two minutes of the game, for God knows what reason. Then, of course, Donovan Mitchell steals the ball on a pick and roll. He just rips the ball from, was it Finney Smith or Royce, one of those guys, and gets the dunk. Uh, when was that? I'm trying to find out when this was. Oh, it says three-foot dunk. Uh, they try to throw me off there. So the dunk made it 111-111. Then Bridges got the two free throws out of luck. Nets had a two-point lead. So, it's just like, it's so frustrating. Like, I mean, look, this team is inevitably going to lose games. They're not that good. I predicted like 39 wins for this team. They're not that good. But th this is why these games are so important. Every game matters for a team like the Brooklyn Nets this year. You can't afford to throw away games and say, all right, well, we got superstars, we'll be fine. No, I mean, that's that's not how it is anymore. You can't afford to blow these games when you have a six-point, uh, seven-point, five-point lead with, you know, a minute and 30 seconds left. You just can't. And it comes down to what 
the biggest problems with this team are. I mean, you don't have a closer. Your best closer is a guy who just turned 22 in Cam Thomas, and for some reason, Cam Thomas was buried in the corner when the Nets were up by 2 and 3 and trying to close out the game. They just buried him in the corner. Hey, Royce O'Neal, he's a point guard. Yeah, let's run screen and roll with Royce O'Neal and freaking Dorian Finney-Smith and Mikel Bridges. That'll work out. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's one game. I don't want to overreact, even though I probably am. But I like this was so annoying from Jock Vaughn. Trying to play the offense-defense game. Cam Thomas was sitting to like three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. He was on fire the entire night. The entire night, the guy was on fire. Cam Thomas was 13 of 21. I think at one point he was like 11 for 14. So, yes, he cooled off at the end. But he was your best player tonight. And he's on the bench for a majority of the fourth quarter, it felt like. You know, the Cavaliers start making that comeback. You're thinking, all right, Cam, get in the game, get in the game. And no signs of him. I mean, there was a sign of him. Then I think he sent, I think Jock Vaughn sent Cam back to the bench, brought him in a bit later. But there's no excuse. I mean, Jock Vaughn was horrible tonight. Um... You know, there's just, I know this team doesn't have a Damian Lillard, who is a great name to bring up because they could have traded for him. And I don't blame them for not trading for him. I didn't really want him in the end. But, like, if they had a guy like that tonight, they win this game. The reason they lost tonight is because there's no closer. You don't have a closing point guard. That's why you're forced to make Royce O'Neal your freaking point guard to close out a game. Or Mikael Bridges, or whoever. Guys that cannot create their own shot. And once again, Cam Thomas, Cam Thomas might be like one of the top two or three most valuable players on this team right now. Because without him, you have no shot creators. Ben Simmons gave you no offense. I think aside from scoring the ball, Ben Simmons looked fine tonight. He did pass up an open dunk, okay. You know, we've seen that before. Um, but I think somebody else did the same thing. I think Dinwiddie or someone, or yeah, Dinwiddie passed up a wide open three to throw a turnover. I remember that play, so... Wasn't a fan of Dinwiddie's game tonight. But yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So let's just get into it. Um 114-113 loss. 0-1 to start of the year. Start with uh just go in order. Whatever. Cam Johnson, 26 minutes, 5 of 10, 1 of 4 from downtown, 12 points. His one three-pointer was a double clutch, too. That was the funny part. He might have been fouled on that play. But um Cam Johnson wasn't too impressive. Didn't play in the preseason, so this is ultimately like his own preseason. So won't be too hard on Cam Johnson, but he looked not that great. I mean, he did get his shot blocked at the end by Mobley on a three-pointer that he kind of forced up. So that was a big possession there, and I think it led to a dunk. No, it led to a foul. I think it sent a Coro or um, the Heat guy, what's his name, Struess, to the free throw line. Um, Mikael Bridges, 35 minutes, 6 of 12, only 12 shots. That's, like, not enough for a guy. Like Mikel Bridges. And I feel like Bridges was not aggressive until the fourth quarter. I felt like he was just a guy out there. Like, this is your team, buddy. You, you got to step up a bit more. I know, you know, Ben Simmons is the highly paid guy and he's the headliner, I guess. But when it comes to, you know, offense and, and you know, being the the catalyst on the offense the entire game, you're the guy. So Mikel Bridges got to take more than freaking 12 shots. He did go eight of nine at the free throw line. 0 of 2 from 3, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 20 points total, was a minus 3 overall. You know, I wasn't too impressed with Mikel the entire night. He had a lot of issues trying to score on Donovan Mitchell, even getting the ball when Donovan Mitchell was on him late in the game. Um, That was an issue as well. So, you know, as I said in the preview video last week, I don't think Mikel Bridges has taken some 
other massive leap. I think last year was kind of who he is. Maybe he gets a little better, but I think last year what we saw once he was traded here is kind of what you're going to get, which is fine. I'm not expecting him to be like a whole lot better. Um, Nick Claxton scared me because he left the game with an injury briefly. He looked like he was nicked up a couple times. No pun intended with the name Nick, but um, he was three of 10, which is not great, but seven rebounds. Four assists, three blocks. He was so good in the first half. Didn't do much in the second half. Once again, I do think he was injured. So hopefully it's not long-term. Hopefully he's in the lineup on Friday at Dallas. Uh, Dinwiddie was 24 minutes, one of three. All the shots were three-pointers. Two of two at the line, three assists. He was a minus 10. I mean, Dinwiddie's defense, also not a big fan of it. There was one play where he had to switch on a screen, and it was Struess who just leaked to the basket on a screen and roll. Dinwiddie was late getting there, so it was an easy layup. I, I feel like Dinwiddie's defense, it's just not good enough right now. So, I don't know. Um, ben Simmons, 23 minutes only for Ben Simmons, your highest paid player. Two of six from the field. Once again, he passed up a dunk. And a lot of Ben Simmons' shots tonight were just not even close. He was throwing up some of those like weird floaters, and they were barely hitting the rim at some points. I mean, I was not impressed at all on the offensive end. Um but 10 rebounds, 9 assists, that's always nice. Had a block, only 2 turnovers, not terrible, but did only play 23 minutes. Forgot to mention, Nick Claxton took a jump shot. He did miss it, but I think it was like the first or second possession of the game. Nick Claxton took like an elbow jumper, probably 15 feet out. He did miss it, but it was nice to see that, you know, as a, uh, a thing he's trying to add to his game. Dorian Finney-Smith actually had a nice game. 28 minutes, 4 of 8, 2 of 6 from 3, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 10 points. Did have three turnovers. One of those turnovers was bullcrap. It was late in the game. And this ultimately could have been the difference, not to blame the refs, but it was a play where Donovan Mitchell, I think, missed the layup on the other end. Nets had a five-on-four. Mitchell was late getting back. And Finney Smith had the ball in the corner, and he drove to the rim. And you can see clearly from the replay, and even Jock Vaughn's angle had a great look at this, and that's why he was complaining after this call. They called a travel on Dorian Finney-Smith, but clearly you can tell that Donovan Mitchell was grabbing the jersey and had like his arm around the waist of Dorian Finney-Smith, but no call was made. Um, Royce O'Neal, point guard Royce O'Neal, played 23 minutes. He was 1 of 4 from 3. To his credit, the 3 he made was a big one. 7 rebounds, 2 assists. He was a plus 8, 5 points. He was pretty good for the most part. The Royce O'Neal 3, it was 105-105. It felt like the Cavs were going to just take this game late because the Nets had no fourth-quarter offense. Well, I don't want to say no fourth-quarter offense, but just not many guys that can close out a game for this Nets team. And I don't even know if Cam Thomas was in the game at this time. But um, Mikel Bridges assisted Royce O'Neal for a three-pointer to make it 108-105. That was a huge shot with just under two minutes to go. Unfortunately, it didn't matter in the end, but at the time, it was a big shot. Um, Dayron Sharp, man. I'm over it. Already, I'm over it. Dayron Sharp. I want to see Harry Giles play. I've seen enough. Hell, give me Trenton Watford. I'm done. I'm done with Dayron Sharp. I don't know what he does. He made maybe a couple nice plays tonight. He had a nice floater out of nowhere over Mobley. That was pretty impressive, but he's just, he's so clumsy. He can't catch the ball. He's falling everywhere on the floor. I just, I just, Dayron Sharp is just not it for me. I mean, I was hoping he'd be a bit better. Had a couple nice blocks, okay, but just... I don't know. He's so clumsy. I mean, they'll, they'll play him more. He'll get his opportunities, but I'm not going to be shocked when he's benched for Harry Giles. It's probably coming at some point. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. I didn't even know if he was going to play tonight. He did have the uh, ankle injury a couple weeks ago. 
It looked like a bad injury, too, so I was surprised he was in there. But he played 16 minutes. He was 4 of 5, 2 of 3 from downtown. Um, he had four rebounds, one assist. He was a plus five, 10 points total. So yeah, I, I like the minutes from, uh, from Dennis Smith tonight. I mean, he did miss the one three. That would have been a big shot, of course, but you know, it is what it is. I think he gave us good minutes tonight, especially, you know, he's not a hundred percent right now with the ankle. Cam Thomas was phenomenal. 25 minutes probably should have been 30, 13 of 21, two of five from three. That includes the final miss on the fadeaway three pointer. 8 of 11 at the line. You can tell he was not happy with himself when he missed those free throws. And, you know, he's a guy who probably expects to make just about all of them. So 8 of 11, not good enough for a guy like Cam Thomas. Three rebounds, two assists. He had um, he was a plus five. And once again, 36 points. So he, he was awesome all night. I mean, that's like the one positive is that, like, Cam Thomas is – he's legit. He, he's that guy. So he will be the Nets' main scorer this entire year. I don't see – you know, anyone else overtaking that. Um, once again, Mikel Bridges will have his games. He'll be the le- uh, leading scorer at times, but I feel like for the most part, it's Cam Thomas's job to be the leading scorer on this team. So we'll see what happens. Um, Trenton Watford didn't play. Harry Giles didn't play. Noah Clowney, obviously. Lonnie Walker. That's interesting. Lonnie Walker did not play. I really thought Lonnie Walker would be like one of the first guys off the bench. I was happy Cam Thomas was the sixth man. Don't get me wrong. But Lonnie Walker sat the bench the entire game. Coach's decision. I mean, I'm trying to find out where can you play him minutes. I mean, look, we know the Nets love Dennis Smith Jr. That was their first signing in the offseason. They love that guy. If he's healthy, they're going to play him. So no surprise there. But to play Lonnie Walker no minutes at all just doesn't seem right. You know, maybe take some of Dinwiddie's minutes and give it to him. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, I want—I just want to say give him Dayron Sharp's minutes. Of course, that'd be a, a pretty small lineup out there. But still, I feel like Lonnie Walker for this uh, roster is too good not to play. So I do want to see him get opportunities. Um, he wasn't, like, spectacular in the preseason, but you can see the scoring ability was there. He's one of the rare guys on this team that can dribble and create his own shot, which they need it because, like, I feel like if Lonnie Walker was in the game instead of uh, freaking Royce O'Neal, they might have won. You know, I, I, I trust Lonnie Walker at least to handle the ball in that situation. So, just disappointing. Bad loss tonight. Let's look at some of the team stats, see if anything jumps out. But, yeah, once again, I just did not expect to win coming into this thing. Like, the Cavs were up 13 in the second quarter. I'm thinking, all right, it's going to be like last year's opener. They're going to get blown out, but they make the comeback. It's exciting. The crowd's into it. But, um, unfortunately, didn't work out. Max Struess, by the way, was unbelievable. 27 points. He made three straight threes right before halftime. He made a couple in the third quarter in a row. Um, let's see. Nets took 84 shots. Cleveland took 94. Nets shot 50% from the field. 9 of 27 from 3. Not terrible, but, you know, 33%. The Cavs shot 39.5%. The Nets shot 26 free throws compared to the Cavs 10. I feel like a lot of that is Cam Thomas's aggressiveness, so keep doing that because this team needs it. See, this part's weird. The Nets out-rebounded the Cavs 50-38. to And of course, as I mentioned, no Jared Allen, but when you win the rebound battle by that much for a small team like this, you have to win those games. Um, Offensive rebounds, the Nets had four more, and they had eight more defensive rebounds. Nets had five more assists. The Cavs had 10 steals to the Nets' six. Each team had six blocks. 
The Nets had 18 turnovers. That's a problem. The um, Cavaliers only had 10. Nets had 26 points off turnovers. Cavs only 16. Fast break points, 24 for Brooklyn, 21 for the Cavs. 56 points in the paint for Brooklyn, 50 for the Cavs. 16 fouls for Brooklyn, 23 for the Cavs. Largest lead for Brooklyn was 6. Largest lead for Cleveland, once again, was 13. So, I don't have much else to say. I wish Lonnie Walker played. I wish Harry Giles played over uh, Dayron Sharp, but it's not going to happen right away. I feel like eventually it will happen, but I want to see him play. I think Harry Giles has a, a lot more upside. He's he's not clumsy. <laughs> he can make a jump shot. Um, so, yeah, I want to see him play more, but... Uh, sucks. Really sucks. I, I really wanted to win this game, too. I don't know why I care. I, I know this team ain't going anywhere. That's the that's the part about fandom that's sickening. Like you know this team ain't going anywhere. So like why do you care? I, I just you know, it just sucks. This happened last year too with Cleveland. Like the Nets had that win and they, they showed the replay on the on the uh yes broadcast. It was the freaking play where Finney Smith threw the uh you know behind the back pass and it got intercepted. The Okoro corner three happened, the Nets lost at the buzzer. Tough game to lose, but this is one once again where they just they just took it from us, you know. I mean, once the the second that what's his name Donovan Mitchell took that jumper, you knew it was going in. I was I would have bet the house on it that that was going in. It, it was it was like as clear as day. Like there was no shot he was missing. That was not a big fan of the final possession. Uh, I forget what happened. They tried to get it to Mikael Bridges. I think he had to pass out of it to Dorian Finney-Smith. He handed it off to Cam, and Cam just took a couple dribbles to the right wing, took the stupid fadeaway shot, which, based on how the night was going for Cam, I, I gave it a shot. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe, but you could see right away that it was way too far off to the right, didn't shoot it long enough to bank it, and, you know, Cam Johnson had a bit of a chance to put that in, but very tough, so... Just a, a typical Nets loss. We have not won an opener since the... Uh, the COVID year, the first game KD was in that, and I thought this was like gonna be a you know a nice game one victory, uh, but unfortunately not the case. So clearly I'm not happy, but once again, that's what to expect from this team. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I want to look at the schedule going forward just to see, because like I I know I've heard that the Nets first um, first ten games are very tough. But I don't think I looked at it myself. I know we played the Celtics back-to-back -back at some point. As I mentioned, we do play Dallas on Friday. So let's take a look at the first 10 games or so. So you're at Dallas Friday. You're at Charlotte Monday. You could win that game. Okay. You're at Miami Wednesday. At Chicago next Friday. Home versus Boston the next day. So back-to-back -back against Boston. Hate to see that. Home versus Milwaukee. Home versus LA. At Boston. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gets a little easier after that, but like still, this schedule is tough. So that's why, once again, you have to win games like that. They, like, you know, if the Nets go on to to um, miss the playing tournament by half a game or one game, we'll look back to this night and say, yeah, that's exactly why you missed it. So, oh well, just a tough one. But anyway, hope you all enjoyed the video. If anyone cares, the leading scorer was Cam Thomas. Le leading rebounder, Ben Simmons. Leading assist man was Ben Simmons. So not much else to say. Um, Jock Vaughn, not impressed. You know, I'm hoping that now that Jock Vaughn has his own staff, things will be better. But looked like shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
Still have a lot of concerns about this team creating offense. It just feels like it's impossible. That's why I was such a big advocate of getting Tyler Hero, but didn't happen, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. We'll see. I might do a video Friday. I doubt it. Well, well, maybe. We'll see. If not, let's see. When's my next time I can make one? Maybe after, like, Miami on a Wednesday. If not, probably after the Chicago or Boston game next weekend. We'll see. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Leave in the comments how you feel about this loss. Try and, you know, try and uh, calm me down a bit because I need it. <laughs> anyway, talk to you guys next time.